Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to cover the last root that can form from the seed of idols. And that root is called the root of stubbornness. So let's go ahead and define it. Stubbornness means dog determination not to change one's attitude or position on something. It also means difficult to handle or manage or treat. It means bullheaded, hardened, and unyielding. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Romans chapter 2 verses 5 through 6 and it says, but because you are stubborn and refuse to turn from your sin, you are storing up terrible punishment for yourself. For a day of anger is coming when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will judge everyone according to what they have done. And again, that's Romans chapter 2, verses 5 through 6. The root of stubbornness can have a major stronghold on some people. This root can be very difficult to uproot, especially if you have been operating in it for a long time. When the enemy has you in this route, you have accepted the fact that you are participating in sin and that you will also continue to do so. Although you may know that it is not a good thing to do and that you are being disobedient to God, you still do it because it is something that you want to do and enjoy. When the root of stubbornness has its way, it doesn't have to have a certain line of prerequisites in order to function. It solely depends on what the person likes. The enemy keeps feeding that want or desire into them so that they can fulfill it. Therefore, your level of stubbornness may be hard for one person to understand because it is not something that they desire. And, of course, this can be vice versa. Their level of stubbornness may be hard for even you to understand. You must understand where you are in your own journey with the root of stubbornness and find a way to just get rid of it. Whether this is something that you recently picked up or it's actually something that you have been dealing with for a long time, please just try to find a way to first confess and repent of the stubbornness that you have to God. Then, ask Him to help you to overcome this root. There may be just some things that will require prayer and fasting in order to get over it, 
because the enemy may have just such a deep claw into you that you are so vulnerable to the sin that you participate in. When it is at this level, you have to first make up your mind that you really do want to get rid of the thing that keeps you in sin. Then find a way to seek God consistently. God is searching your heart to see if you really do want to be on his side with this instead of the enemy's side, or if you're just playing around with him. Now, you know, he is not wanting to play games. He wants you to be sincere in your actions. He wants to know that you are going to put some real time and effort in trying to overcome and really get rid of this root of stubbornness that is inside of you. When he sees that you are serious, then you will have to do what he says to do. This situation may take a while to overcome, depending on how long that you've been dealing with it. Some things will not be an overnight accomplishment, so please try your best to have some patience with yourself. Now, you may make some small wins and successes. When you do, celebrate those. Now, if you fall short, just try to pick yourself back up again and start back over. Whatever you do, please don't give up. Things will start to get better if you put the work into it, just like all the other things that you may do. It will require some real effort from you so that you can accomplish the task that is at hand. Remember, the enemy knows your weaknesses, but also so does God. God knows your weaknesses as well. When you cry out to God, he is right there with you, trying to help you and strengthen you in the struggle that you are in. Now, Psalm 46 verse 1 says, God is our refuge and strength, always ready to help in times of trouble. And again, that's Psalm 46 verse 1. This is something that you must hold on to. God is always ready to help if you're willing to seek him out for help. Many times you may think that you can do this on your own and you just don't need God's help. Now, I'm not saying that you don't have the will or the desire to do it. I am just saying that if you were able to do it on your own, you probably would have done it already long time ago. You may have tried, but you were not able to just keep sticking to it. And probably at some point, you just gave in to your desire. Because of that, you must seek God out for help. God already knows where you are and how long you've been dealing with it. So please just go ahead and go to God. He's been waiting for you to come to him anyway to ask for help. So now I'm going to go ahead and look at an example again in the Bible dealing with Isaiah sharing the message to God's people. And so I'm going to be reading Isaiah chapter 48, verses 1 through 11. And it says, Listen to me, O family of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel and born into the family of Judah. 
Listen, you who take oaths in the name of the Lord and call on the God of Israel. You don't follow through on any of your promises, even though you call yourself the holy city and talk about depending on the God of Israel, whose name is the Lord Almighty. Time and again, I warned you about what was going to happen in the future. Then suddenly, I took action, and all my predictions came true. I know how stubborn and obstinate you are. Your necks are as unbending as iron. You are as hard-headed as bronze. That is why I told you ahead of time what I was going to do. That way, you could never say, my idols did it. My wooden image and metal God commanded it to happen. You have heard my predictions and seen them fulfilled, but you refuse to admit it. Now I will tell you new things I have not mentioned before, secrets you have not heard. They are brand new, not things from the past. So you cannot say, we knew that all the time. Yes, I will tell you of things that are entirely new, for I know so well what traitors you are. You have been rebels from your earliest childhood, rotten through and through. Yet for my own sake and for the honor of my name, I will hold back my anger and not wipe you out. I have refined you, but not in the way silver is refined. Rather, I have refined you in the furnace of suffering. I will rescue you for my sake. Yes, for my own sake. That way, the pagan nations will not be able to claim that their gods have conquered me. I will not let them have my glory. And again, this is Isaiah chapter 48, verses 1 through 11. As you can see from the scriptures, you see God still sharing what will happen to his children because of their disobedience. The children of God felt that because they lived in Jerusalem, they depended on who they were, what they had, attended things in the temple, and on and on, they just felt like they were safe. Unfortunately, they didn't depend on God himself. They looked at all the other things that existed instead of the one who existed. Of course, God could have given up on them because of their stubbornness and hard-headedness, but he didn't. He continued to save them. God allowed them to suffer because they needed to see who was really in control so that they would reach out to God instead of their idols that they depended on to help rescue them in time of trouble. The people would always go back to their past to seek out ways of comfort instead of going directly to God and trusting him in everything. So let me just ask you, does the stubbornness and behaviors of the children of God look similar to your own stubbornness as well? Do you get comfortable in participating in religious activities and feel as if God is good with you, even though you haven't spent any time at all with him one-on-one -on -one 
in really building that relationship, that personal relationship with him. Please understand that God wants that close and personal relationship with you. God wants you to break off the routine traditions and even just the rituals that you do on a day-to-day basis. And he wants you to be guided by him. He wants you to walk in the image of God. Now, there may be times that you suffer so that you can conform to his way and not to the things of man. If you are not having that quality time with him, then you must ask yourself, who are you really trying to please? Are you trying to make yourself feel good? Are you trying to do things so that it makes you look good? Are you trying to do things so that others will say nice things about you? If any of these situations are the case, please try your best to break free from those scenarios. God wants you to do things for him, to please him. As he is shaping and molding you into his image, it may require you to be stretched in some areas that are just not the most comfortable for you. You may not like it, but it will be necessary in order for him to take you to where he is trying to take you to do his will. It becomes so important to communicate with him so that you know the direction that you need to go in. Please keep in mind that the enemy will constantly be trying to tempt you to give in to the desires that you have. He's not just going to sit back and allow you to leave his presence, especially since he's been grooming you the way that he needs to so that he can destroy your life. There will be a battle taking place between God and the enemy, with each one trying to get you to come to their side. As time goes on, you're going to have to make a choice on who you're going to please. Prayerfully, it will be God. Now, I know that some things get hard for you, and especially if you've been operating in this particular sin for a long time. I'm not saying that things are going to be easy for you, but you have to just have a sincere and open heart to follow Christ in word and in deed and break free from the influence of what the enemy has been doing in your life. And I see I'm going to have to finish this tomorrow. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.